As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. Psalm 3 Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep, I wake again, because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Arise, Lord, deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessings be on your people. Second Book of Samuel, Chapters 15 and 16 In the course of time, Absalom provided himself with a chariot and horses and with fifty men to run ahead of him. He would get up early and stand by the side of the road leading to the city gate. Whenever anyone came with a complaint to be placed before the king for a decision, Absalom would call out to him, What town are you from? He would answer, Your servant is from one of the tribes of Israel. Then Absalom would say to him, Look, your claims are valid and proper, but there's no representative of the king to hear you. And Absalom would add, If only I were appointed judge in the land, then everyone who has a complaint or a case would come to me, and I would see that he receives justice. Also, whenever anyone approached him to bow down before him, Absalom would reach out his hand, take hold of him and kiss him. Absalom behaved in this way towards all the Israelites who came to see the king asking for justice. And so he stole the hearts of the men of Israel. At the end of four years, Absalom said to the king, Let me go to Hebron and fulfill a vow I made to the Lord. While your servant was living at Geshur in Aram, I made this vow. If the Lord takes me back to Jerusalem, I will worship the Lord in Hebron. So the king said to him, Go in peace. So he went to Hebron. Then Absalom sent secret messengers throughout the tribes of Israel to say, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpets, then say, Absalom is king in Hebron. Two hundred men from Jerusalem had accompanied Absalom. They had been invited as guests and went quite innocently, knowing nothing about the matter. While Absalom was offering sacrifices, he also sent for Hethavil, the Gileonite, David's counsellor, to come from Gilo 
his hometown. And so the conspiracy gained strength, and Absalom's following kept on increasing. A messenger came and told David, The hearts of the men of Israel are with Absalom. Then David said to all his officials who were with him in Jerusalem, Come, let us free, or none of us will escape from Absalom. We must leave immediately, or he will move quickly to overtake us and bring ruin upon us and upon the city to the sword. The king's official answered him, Your servants are ready to do whatever our lord the king chooses. The king set out with his entire household following him, but he left ten concubines to take care of the palace. So the king set out with all the people following him, and they halted at a place some distance away. All his men marched past him, along with all the Kerethites and Pelethites, and all the six hundred Gittites who had accompanied him from Gath, marched before the king. The king said to Ittai the Gittite, Why should you come along with us? Go back and stay with King Absalom. You're a foreigner and an exile from your homeland. You came only yesterday, and today shall I make you wander about with us when I do not know where I'm going. Go back and take your countrymen. May kindness and faithfulness be with you. But Isar replied to the king, As surely as the Lord lives, and as my lord the king lives, whoever my lord the king may be, whatever it means life or death, there will your servant be. David said to Ittai, Go ahead, march on. So Ittai the Gittite marched on with all his men and the families that were with him. The whole countryside wept aloud as all the people passed by. The king also crossed the Kidron Valley and all the people moved on towards the desert. Zadok was there and all the Levites who were with him were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of God. They set down the Ark of God and Abiathar offered sacrifices until the people had finished leaving the city. Then the king said to Zadok, Take the Ark back into the city. If I find favour in the Lord's eyes, he will bring me back and let me see it and his dwelling place again. But if he says I am not pleased with you, then I am ready. Let him do to me whatever seems good to him. The king also said to Zadok, the priest, Aren't you a seer? Go back to the city in peace with your son Ahimazai and Jonathan, son of Abiathar. You and Abiathar take your two sons with you. I will wait at the fords in the desert until word comes from you to inform me. So Zadok and Abiathar took the ark of God back to Jerusalem and stayed there. But David continued up the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went. His head was covered, and he was barefoot. All the people with him covered their heads too, and were weeping as they went up. Now David had been told, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. So David prayed, 
O Lord, turn Ahithodol's counsel into foolishness. When David arrived at the summit, where people used to worship God, Hashai the archite was there to meet him, his robe torn and dust on his head. David said to him, If you go with me, you will be a burden to me. But if you return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be your servant, O king, I was your father's servant in the past, but now I will be your servant, then you can help me by frustrating Ahithophel's advice. Won't the priests Zadok and Abiathar be there with you? Tell them anything you hear in the king's palace. Their two sons, Ahimazar, a son of Zadok, and Jonathan, son of Abiathar, are there with them. Send them to me with anything you hear. So David's friend Hushai arrived at Jerusalem as Absalom was entering the city. When David had gone a short distance beyond the summit, there was Ziba, the steward of Mephibosheth, waiting to meet him. He had a string of donkeys saddled and loaded with two hundred loaves of bread, a hundred cakes of raisins, a hundred cakes of figs, and a skin of wine. The king asked Ziba, Why have you brought these? Ziba answered, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride on, the bread and fruit are for the men to eat, and the wine to refresh those who become exhausted in the desert. The king then asked, Where is your master's grandson? Ziba said to him, He is staying in Jerusalem because he thinks today the house of Israel will give me back my grandfather's kingdom. And the king said to Ziba, All that belonged to Mephibosheth is now yours. I humbly bow, Ziba said. May I find favour in your eyes, my lord the king. As King David approached Bahuring, a man from the same clan as Saul's family came out from there. His name was Shimei, son of Jerah, and he cursed as he came out. He pelted David and all the king's officials with stones, though all the troops and the special guards were on David's right and left. As he cursed, Shimei said, Get out, get out, you man of blood, you scoundrel! The Lord has repaid you for all the blood you have shed in the household of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. The Lord has handed the kingdom over to your son, Absalom. You have come to ruin because you are a man of blood. Then Abishai son of Zura said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. But the king said, what do you and I have in common, you sons of Zeruai? If he is cursing because the Lord said to him, Curse David, who can ask, Why do you do this? David then said to Abishai and all the officials, My son, who is my own flesh, is trying to take my life. How much more then, this Benjamite, Leave him alone, let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. It may be that the Lord will see my distress and repay me with good for the cursing I am receiving. So David and his men continued along the road while Shimei was going along the hillside opposite him, 
cursing as he went and throwing stones at him and showering him with dirt. The king and all the people with him arrived at their destination exhausted. There he refreshed himself. Meanwhile, Absalom and all the men of Israel came to Jerusalem and Ahithophel was with him. Then Hushai the archite, David's friend, went to Absalom and said to him, Long live the king! Long live the king! Absalom asked Hushai, Is this he? Is this the love you show your friend? Why didn't you go with your friend? Hushai said to Absalom, No, the one chosen by the Lord, by these people, and by all the men of Israel, his I will be, and I will remain with him. Furthermore, whom should I serve? Should I not serve the son just as I served your father? So I will serve you. Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give us your advice. What should we do? Ahithophel answered, Lie with your father's concubines whom he left to take care of the palace. Then all Israel will hear that you have made yourself an offence to your father's nostrils and the hands of everyone with you will be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the roof and he lay with his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now in those days the advice Ephitophel gave was like that of one who inquires of God. That was how both David and Absalom regarded all of Ahithophel's advice. Psalm 70 Hasten, O God, to save me. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May those who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, Aha, aha, turn back because of their shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, The Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. Come quickly to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. Psalm 71 In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge, to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you have been my hope, Sovereign Lord, my covenant since my youth. From birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. I have become a sign to many. You are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. For my enemies speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. They say, God has forsaken him. Pursue him and seize him, for no one will rescue him. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly, God, to help me. 
May my accusers perish in shame. May those who want to harm me be covered with scorn and disgrace. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long. Though I know not how to relate to them all, I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, Sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvellous deeds. Even when I am old and grey, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens. You have done great things. Who is like you, God? Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honour and comfort me once more. I will praise you with the harp of your faithfulness. My God, I will sing praises to you with the lyre. Holy One of Israel, my lips will shout for joy. When I sing praise to you, I whom you have delivered, my tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long. For those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.